0: Hello and welcome to the Daily Action Podcast, where we scour the sports universe and make picks on the most interesting events of the day. It is Sunday, the eighth of November. We had a very exciting uh, college football Saturday yesterday. A lot of uh, a lot of movement. A lot of teams showed who they really are. A lot of teams showed um, that there is is still some work to do. Uh, I can jump into to my picks, but just a couple of highlights from the day. Um I'm sure you watched that Notre Dame Clemson game last night. It's you know, it's 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 great that Notre Dame went won. Uh it's terrible that everybody <laughs> rushed the field. That was like yeah, it was probably I mean, it was just a bad, 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 bad move. Um so you know that that aside, it's it's impressive, but also, you know, you came in and you beat the number one country or number one team in the country without their wide without their, their starting quarterback. So it's 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 impressive, but it's like doesn't solidify anything as it relates to Notre Dame for me. Um, it does show Clemson has some work to do. It's so many young guys, but uh did you watch the game?
1: I did watch the game. It was exciting. I mean my biggest takeaway, obviously, Notre Dame. You know, I haven't seen them win a big game like that in a few years. I understand that Trevor Lawrence was out, but they took care of business. They look pretty solid. Ian Book made some big throws. He played well. And looking at the rest of this Notre Dame football schedule, they play Boston College, UNC, Syracuse, and Wake Forest. So four games left. They should all they should be the favorite in every game. And I think they can control their own destiny if they win out we will see Notre Dame with one of those four spots in the college football playoff, which I don't know if they are a top four team in the country, but if they win out, they have a team against the number one, a win against the number one team in the country. And I think that gets them into the playoff, which will be interesting. Um, So, yeah, it it was a fun game. But my biggest takeaway, too, was it was super slow. It was really painful to watch at the end. I think there was three plays ran in 25 minutes at the end of regulation into the start of overtime I don't know i mean it was it was painful to watch down there towards the end of the game yeah it was horrible um i mean there was nothing there there's nothing you could say about it reviewing every
0: single play even the obvious touchdowns um the the two things that i i think the reason that it seemed to go that direction was the pass interference pickup flag um that kind of led to the refs starting to to crumble a little bit and, and, lose a little bit of their authority. So everything was kicked upstairs. And then they topped that off with the, um, review, hold up the touchdown. Second review, take away the touchdown. Uh, so it was just, it was really sloppy. Um, and you could tell the teacher or the, uh, the coaches were just, they just had had enough. So, um, other stuff that, that really stuck out to me. Uh, so I, I made a great play yesterday. I made, I took Maryland money line. um, I got them right when the game started. So right when the game started, they scored first, and they were still plus eight fifty, and my and uh, plus twenty point five points. So I grabbed both of those, um, and you know I put what like a, a quarter of a unit on that um, on that money line,
1: but Penn State didn't even come close. <laughs> they're terrible. Like they're a bad football team really bad they're brutal I didn't have a play in that game but that was I mean when you you texted me that you took that I, was, I saw I, I tracked it and that was that was definitely an exciting win
0: yeah that was cool uh I I grabbed northwestern early at minus six and a half that covered um yeah I hit I hit everything yesterday except for Clemson I grabbed Clemson live at plus one and a half um and and didn't get that and then I missed Michigan state as well yesterday. So all in all, it was a pretty good day. Um, yeah, I think I was I think I was seven and two yesterday.
1: Nice. That's really good. I mean, I, I only missed the Clemson game as well. I took Indiana plus three and a half, and I think it closed at four. They won outright. Michigan just doesn't look good. It could be a long, could be a long year for them. They're cornerbacks. Maybe people thought they were gonna improve from last week, but they looked equally as bad. Pennix Jr. for Indiana looked pretty solid. So, yeah, Michigan has some work to do there. So, I took Indiana. That was 1-0. and Then I took Florida Moneyline, which was my play of the day, beating Georgia outright, which they did. They are a very solid team. Trash is a Heisman candidate. That's an interesting team to watch, uh, you know, the rest of the season. And then Colorado, my Colorado Buffaloes, they're plus six and a half underdogs against UCLA, and they won the game outright. Wow. Great, great way for them to start the year. Obviously, no Mel Tucker, so that new coach came in and and got his win, and they they were fun to watch. They're running back at three touchdowns, so I will be sure to mention them every week on the podcast.
0: That's awesome. I grabbed Florida right away, um, right after Georgia scored. Nice. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Okay, let's talk – Talk about that okay let's talk you um let's talk nfl i know we we want to be pretty quick about this you've got some highlights i've got a couple things i'm excited about today um again i'm tracking live lines only so it's, it's a little bit difficult but i i think i mean yeah, I'm, I'm up <laughs> so it's, it is working um which is which is 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 pretty it's pretty cool to watch so uh, jumping into it um first and foremost let's start with this raven's colts game Two teams matched up five and two Uh,
1: Baltimore giving three. What do you think? This is an interesting game. Uh, Like you said, both teams are five and two. This is in uh, Indianapolis. I believe that's right. Both of these teams have top defenses in the NFL. The Ravens are holding opponents to 18.9 points a game and the Colts allow just 19.4. So it could be a defensive battle. The Ravens haven't looked great. Lamar Jackson has struggled at times. But I just think when the line is this small for Baltimore, you have to take Baltimore because they they could beat anybody by 20 if they want to. So I just think with this close of a line, you have to lean towards the Baltimore Ravens. The Colts haven't shown me really anything. Phillip Rivers is playing okay. He's more of just a game manager this year. So I do like Baltimore minus three in this game against Indianapolis today.
0: I'm with you. Um I, I was tracking the Colts industry or injuries and I swear I had seen T. Y. Hilton was gonna be out. Yeah, he, yeah. he's the, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh I think that's a big deal. I think when you lose your you know, when you lose a receiver like T. Y. Hilton, um, Philip Rivers' job gets a little bit more difficult. And then you look at the weapons um that that Baltimore has on their side between, you know, Dobbins and Maybe Dez Bryant, he's gonna he's on the active roster. I don't know if it matters, but it might. Um, my my pick is is very much with the Ravens today. Um, I, I think I think this is one of those games where I think the there's a very big opportunity in the live play because you'll see right off the bat who's working and who's not. Um, and so I'm uh, I'm 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 with the Ravens pregame. Cool. Next up, we've got uh, man. These are just like the battle of. of Really strong record teams, but we've got the uh, the Seahawks in Buffalo playing the Bills. Um, One o'clock game, Seahawks are giving three.
1: I've been on Seattle all year. I mean, they're a really good team, but they own the wor- league's worst defense, which I think will come back to haunt them at some point, but I don't think it'll be today. I mean, they also have Russell Wilson on their team who's playing so well. I think he will be the MVP of this year. And the Bills went down to the wire with New England. They haven't looked right since their hot start. And then, obviously, D.K. Metcalf has just been unbelievable. unbelievable. He will be shadowed today by Tredavious White, one of the best cornerbacks in the league for Buffalo. So I think Tyler Lockett has a big game. Chris Carson and Carlos Hyde for Seattle are both out. So D.J. Dallas, the rookies, are going to have another opportunity to show the Seahawks why they drafted him. And I just think it's going to be too much Seattle for this Buffalo team to handle. Too much Russell Wilson. Their defense, I think, will step up and make a big play. I like Seattle minus three.
0: Yeah, I think there's two. There's two primary things I'm looking at when making a pick here. Uh, the first thing I'm looking at is the Bills haven't covered a spread I think since game two or three. Um, so uh, what that tells me is is they're they're a little bit of a different team than Vegas thinks they are, right? So maybe it's um, so so. I, I just think that that line is is a little bit too low. Um, for this game. the second second thing uh, that we we really need to look at is, is Russell Wilson's ability to just to, to win, to, to power the ball through to you know look at his weapons, um, to move around in the pocket and to get the ball to Metcalf when you know, when, he, when he can. Um, I, I don't think the bills are at the level of the Seahawks at this point in the season after watching a couple of their most recent games. And so I think the Seahawks are a better team, and I'm going to take them as uh, an away favorite, minus three. Next up, Panthers Chiefs. Uh, Panthers are three and five. They're playing the Chiefs for seven and one. Kansas City
1: is giving ten and a half. I'm really excited for this game. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey Mm -hmm. returns to the field for the Panthers. He, in my opinion, is the best. Running back in the NFL, he does so much for that offense. Catches the ball, rushes the ball, plays 98% of their snaps. I don't think he's going to see that timeshare today. Obviously, they're going to be a little conservative with his ankle injury. But I know they have been careful with him. Probably could have returned last week. But they want to make sure their stud is 100%. Carolina's 3-1 against the spread on the road this year. But they haven't played anyone as good as Kansas City. And obviously, the Chiefs are my opinion the best team in football right now behind the Pittsburgh Steelers and you know this is an interesting one this is a lot of points I can see Carolina keeping it close but I I, I do lean Kansas City minus 10 and a half at the end of the day I think the Chiefs just can cover whenever they want with whatever spread we saw it last week against the Jets at 19 and a half points so I, I do lean Kansas City minus 10 and a half but I probably will go with your mindset right now and wait for a live play. If, if the Panthers come down and score, then you get the Chiefs at a much better line. And if Kansas City, City scores, you know what? You just sit back and enjoy the game.
0: Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's definitely the way I'm looking at it from a play perspective. Uh, going into it, however, I, I think that um, the, the addition of McCaffrey back into the roster, the fact that Teddy Bridgewater um, looks good. And looks consistent and can score. I think this is a very different matchup. Like I don't think you can compare the Panthers to the Jets. Um, you know, Kansas City going into that game last week, it was just a matter of you know will they just put up enough points and, and get it over with, real you know, and, and just get up to the thirty-five-three. You don't end up in that situation with the Panthers team. This Panthers team, I think, sticks with you, and that's just a very different mindset. And so I actually like them. Um, I like the I like the Panthers plus ten and a half. And I think, the, honestly, the, the best thing that, that could happen for, from my perspective is Kansas City starts with the ball, comes down, and does score. Uh, and that line moves up to, like, 14.5 or something because that's just too many points. I like that. I agree. All right, next up, we've got uh, the Bears at the Titans. Again, the matchup of, of two pretty similar record teams here, five and three Bears at the Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans are giving six and a half at home.
1: Yeah, this is interesting. Uh, Two teams that have struggled in the past few games. Obviously, Tennessee has a top running back in Derrick Henry, and I think they're going to feed him today. The problem is the Bears' defense is pretty good. Their rush defense is one of the top in the NFL. But on the other side of the ball for Chicago, their offense has struggled. David Montgomery, though, their running back from Iowa State, young running back, has looked very good. And I think he will be able to keep this game close. They're obviously – going to keep it on the ground. Tennessee has been a little disappointing. They've disappointed me the last few games, obviously, against Cincinnati. They lost outright. So I, I like Chicago at plus six. I You know, it's a, I had the same thinking on why I took them plus six against the Rams a few weeks ago. That's going to be the same, same thing. I think the line's too big. But honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if Tennessee wins this game by 14 to 17 points. But I will take the Bears. I do lean Bears plus six, but I probably will ultimately stay away from this game.
0: It's probably the right play. Um, So I'm looking at the – looking at this game, I'm really trying to figure out, like, which team – which one of these teams has momentum and which one of these teams is starting to fall apart, right? That's – like, at this point in the season, that's what I'm – that's really what I'm looking at. And and what I see is I see a team like Tennessee who – has lost the last two games, um, but still has the ability to like get into and be successful in the playoffs. And then a five and two or five and three, what is it? Five and two Bears team, five and three Bears team. Sounds like they've got another quarterback controversy on their hands. And a quarterback controversy tends to lead to um, big losses. Like that's that's what's going to happen, right? If the quarterback, if there's if there's any kind of lack of confidence and leadership, um, the quarterback's not gonna he's just not gonna be driving with his with his weapons. And I think as a result, um, this is an opportunity for the Titans to beat up on a, a team that looks pretty good record-wise. And so I do believe that, that the Titans come in and that they win by by ten or fourteen points.
1: Nice.
0: Um, all right, so. Next game, um, this is a really hard one for me. Um, The Lions at the Vikings, and the Vikings are minus four.
1: This is interesting also. I mean, Matt, I just got a notification on my phone that Matthew Stafford is in. He will be playing. That is massive news for them. Obviously, that line would not be four if he was out. And this is an interesting one. Obviously, the Lions are going to be without. You You want me to get a live line on that? Yeah, let me know what the live line is. I'll I'll talk a little bit about the game before I, I sort of have a lean. So depending on what, how drastic the switch is, I'll I'll adjust. But I'll talk about it for a second. Detroit is missing their all-pro receiver in Kenny Galladay. That's a big loss for them. So they're only really going to have Marvin Jones and Amendola out on the outside. The running back DeAndre Swift from Georgia has looked pretty good, and I think he has a pretty solid day against this Vikings, you know, rush defense. And then the Vikings surprised everyone last week in Lambeau Field. Dalvin Cook is obviously an absolute stud, scoring four touchdowns. But Detroit has held their opponents to 2.8 yards per carry since Week Six, which is best in the NFL. So, depending on this line, depending on what you say, I ha- I, ha- I will explain my play.
0: Okay, it's still four. <laughs> Sorry, magnetic move.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, no, I, I'm going to take Minnesota. I'm going to take Minnesota minus four. This is it, it's it's close for me, but I just think. Minnesota is the hungrier team, and they they're better than their record.
0: I think they are too, um, but they're also really they're they're very confusing, right? Like they don't beat Green Bay if Dalvin Cook doesn't score four touchdowns, right? And I mean, how good of a quarterback is Kirk Cousins? Um, I, 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 you know, if I'm making a play on this pregame, or if I had to make a play on this pregame, I'm going to I'm going to get. I'm going to take the Lions, and the reason I'm going to take the Lions um, is because they're probably going to lose, but just knowing the Lions, they're probably going to lose by three at the end. So, Of course. So I'm, I'm going to take the Lions pregame, um, but I'm going to watch a little bit of this if I can and and probably make a call at, at that point. Cool. Um, all right, next up. Broncos, Falcons, Atlanta minus four.
1: Oh, man, Atlanta. I know. Uh, this is a 1 o'clock game, right? It's a 1 o'clock game. This could be a shootout. I, You know, obviously the the, the Broncos lost last week after they were up. Uh, no, they came back and won last week. They were down 21. Drew Locke played pretty well. Melvin Gordon's looked good. I think the – Phil Lindsay is going to play this week. They have Jerry Judy on the outside, and I think this is going to be Jerry Judy's breakout game. I like his player prop over yards. He has not uh, had that big game yet. I think he actually surpasses 100 yards today. This Atlanta defense is really, really bad. But then looking at the Falcons, they have you know put it together a little bit recently. Todd Gurley has looked pretty solid. He just seems to always fall in the end zone every week. He leads the league in rushing touchdowns, which is pretty impressive. Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley – Matt Ryan's playing pretty well in their tight end, Hayden Hurst. So I think it's going to be too much of Atlanta on offense. I think their defense does actually get a big stop at some point in this game. and They do cover the four-point spread. So I do like the Falcons minus four.
0: Um, okay, yeah, I, I think you're right about Jared Judy. I, I think he's going to have a big game. That's what they're talking about on the fantasy wire as well. Um, I, I don't really trust this Atlanta team. And I I do think that there's a little bit of momentum swing in, in the, on the Denver side. So to be perfectly honest, if you're playing this live, you let Atlanta go up 10 or 14, that line moves to maybe 11 and a half, 12 points. Um, and you take Denver. I also think it's worth keeping an eye on Denver money line. Um, a team that can come back and win versus a team that as this year shown how, how effectively they give up leads. Um, makes Denver a, a pretty fun play. So I'm, I'm on the Broncos getting four. Cool. All right, moving right along. Uh, Giants at Washington. The Washington football team is giving my uh, one point.
1: Another one that is a pretty interesting game. Wait, what did you say this row was? Uh, Washington minus one. Giants minus one, okay. Okay, so it, it really shifted a little bit because the Giants were – Washington was minus three and a half at one point.
0: This is, this might be a little bit of an older one. Let me – uh so – Let's see live line. I've got. Oh, sorry. Giants plus
1: two and a half. Two and a half. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, these teams played three weeks ago. Now the Giants won twenty to nineteen, and Washington outplayed the Giants in that game. Um, the Giants are four and zero against the spread in their previous four games as underdogs, and twenty and seven against the spread in their last twenty seven games on the road. And that's the reason I'm just going to go with the numbers here. I'm going to take the Giants plus two and a half. Washington does not look great. Their defense. It's been shaky, but Chase Young has been probably one of the only bright spots for them. And then on offense, the other Ohio State guy, Terry McLaurin, he's been unbelievable. He is quarterback proof. He is matchup proof. I think he's an up-and-coming star in the NFL. So I really, really like him today. And that'll lead me into saying I do like his over receiving yards at 72 and a half. I think that's a great play. He had... I think he had like 78 against the Giants first time on 12 targets, so he he should go over that number easily today. But with the spread, I do like the Giants, plus two and a half.
0: Yeah, I like the Giants as well. Daniel Jones, uh, if there's a team that he actually has their number, it's um, it's it's the Washington Football Team. He's three and zero against Washington. Um, I I think I think they beat them. You know, I, I think the fan base probably kind of wants them to lose to get closer to Trevor Lawrence, but. Uh, they'll go in and, and they'll beat this Washington football team. We saw a spark um, of the Giants against Dallas a couple of weeks ago. We know that they can play at a very high level. This is a good team to beat. Um, and, you know, when the history books are, are written about Daniel Jones, maybe they'll say how, how effective he was against Washington, if they there ever become go. a, a good team. So I'm on the Giants as well,
1: getting two and a half.
0: Next up, Texans at Jaguars. Houston is minus seven
1: is minus seven and I'm going to take the Texans minus seven. I'm not going to overcomplicate this one. The Jaguars are really bad. I know Gardner Minshew is out today with a finger injury. A lot of people are questioning that injury. Is it really an injury or are they just tanking for a quarterback? Uh, And their quarterback is going to be 2026 rounder rookie Jake Lutton. Uh, So I do not know much about him. I do not know where he went to school. But you know what? I'm going to just take the Texans. I think they have a great opportunity here to win a game and win a game by a lot. And I'm searching up where Jake Lutton went to college because that always interests me. The University of Idaho. All right. 6'6". Quarterback, so he's big. We'll see We'll see how he does today. I always like watching guys in their first games. But I think the Texans are just you know, the more complete team. Obviously, their defense does struggle. But I think they, they Deshaun Watson finds a big play or two and they covered the spread.
0: Um yeah, I you know I don't don't sleep on on tall quarterbacks that were that were drafted late in the sixth round. Uh Idaho <laughs> Well I, I was referring to to a man with the last name Brady but Yes I knew uh, I knew you were. <laughs> uh, yeah I Texans should win this game by uh, by a million. So I mean if if they I'm shocked. First of all, I'm shocked that the Texans have a 1-6 record. Um, I mean, Let's just you know call that what it is. But we know they've got some leadership on that team, the J.J. Watts of the world, right, that are just like, don't embarrass us. We don't need to tank for a quarterback. We've got our future quarterback here. Um, so it's actually more important to just try and win some games and try and figure out how to play together. Uh, I'm not going to overcomplicate it as well. I, I think Houston wins this game um, convincingly, and so I'm taking Houston minus 7. Uh, next up, this could be one of the more fun games of the day. Raiders at Chargers. Um, the records don't show, I think, how good these teams kind of are. So, right now, you've got the Chargers minus
1: one. Chargers minus one? Yep. Yeah. yeah, this is, I think, when I first saw the schedule come out, this is what I was most excited for. At least one of the more exciting games for me. And my prediction is going to be the Chargers minus one and a half. The future is bright with Justin Herbert. He's looked very impressive. He's 22 years old, completing 67% of his passes, 1,800 yards, and 15 touchdowns through six games. He's looked great. Uh, he obviously made a few mistakes last week against Denver that lost him the game. But the Raiders' defense is not as good as Denver. Denver, uh, the Raiders ranked 29th in the league, and they surrender 7.4 yards per pass attempt. So I just think it's going to be too much Herbert he likes spreading the ball around the field. He likes taking some deep shots. So I do like the the bolts today, minus one and a half.
0: Cool. I um, I think it'll be a fun game. It's it's hard to make a pick. Um, I it feels like more of a pick 'em game. Uh, but I I, I think the Chargers could pull this one out, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be rooting for them. Um, so I'm gonna get them uh, as well. I'm gonna take the Chargers. I've got a lock in this game. Um, I've locked this in a couple of times this year, and it's hit. Uh. Jeez, I think the Raiders have hit the over um, six of seven times this year. So these two teams can score. This young guy on the Chargers can can put up points. The current total is over 53. Um, don't be surprised if that's covered in the late third quarter. So
1: I'm, uh, I'm on that over. I knew you were going there. I knew you were going there. And also, too, uh, Chargers star receiver Keenan Allen – Is questionable and I know he is trending towards probably likely out Mm -hmm. he is Herbert's top weapon on offense so keep an eye on that I know they're hopeful that he will play but we'll get the the reports closer to game time this is a 4 o'clock game so we'll probably know around 3pm if he is in so obviously adjust from there
0: yep okay I know we gotta rip through these last three so um, Dolphins Cardinals Arizona minus 4.5
1: interesting one Ah, uh, this is an interesting one. I'm going to take the Cardinals minus four and a half. I just think they're the more complete team. They they have obviously the better quarterback right now, and they they have a chance. They have an outside shot at a playoff berth. They have they've been in a few good teams. And I think they take care of business today against the Dolphins.
0: Um, I, I I agree. I think the Arizona Cardinals win this game, but I'm taking the I'm taking the Dolphins. I think it's going to be a close football game. Um, I just I don't think that they're that bad. Uh, and I think Tua is, I think Tua is a, a really good quarterback. Um, you know, this is almost like it's, it's actually funny, but if I wanted to draw a parallel here, um, look at his brother in Maryland and what they did to Penn state yesterday. Um, look at the dolphins and the fact that look, he had one really good to start. He could come out and do it again today. Nobody knows. They could win by 15 points. So that's too big of a spread. Um, so I'm on the dolphins next up Steelers, Cowboys. Um, Steelers are giving fourteen. I'm surprised they're only giving fourteen. Let me just double check that line. Yep, fourteen.
1: Yeah, everyone, everyone knows what I'm going to (laughs) say. If you're a consistent listener, I'm, I'm not going to explain this one. I'm taking Pittsburgh minus fourteen, and uh, just interesting to note, we're going to have another rookie quarterback playing today. Rookie uh, Ben DiNucci for the Cowboys is out, and they are going to replace him with Garrett Gilbert. Um so, yeah, Garrett Gilbert. Uh I know they were deciding between Garrett Gilbert, and Cooper Rush. Mm-hmm. Very tough choice for Dallas, but they decided to uh side with Garrett Gilbert. So I'm going to take Pittsburgh all day. Yeah, uh Steelers
0: can score, Steelers can uh the Steelers are are good this year. Um there's no question that they're going to come out and win this game. Um it's hard to know how capable the Cowboys are going to be of putting up points with a new quarterback, so um, I'm going to take the Steelers, and I'm going to take them minus 14. Uh, Sunday night game, Saints at Bucks. Spreads four and a half. Tampa Bay four and a half.
1: This is the game of the week. Obviously, Michael Thomas is back for the Saints, and then on the other side of the ball, Antonio Brown makes his debut. I'm really excited to watch how he what he does. I don't know if they're going to you know only let him play a few snaps. But I am going to side with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers here. Obviously, the Saints have not looked great. I think Drew Brees has started to fall off a little bit. So I am going to take Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. You said minus four and a half? That's correct. I do think that's a little big, especially in a division game. I know the Saints got them game one. But I I think the Bucs are, are the better football team right now, at least.
0: Uh yeah, I mean whenever Tom has something to prove, he comes out and he does it. Um, this is an opportunity for him to uh, just to, to win convincingly. And if you win convincingly against the Saints, uh, you just get uh, a lot of respect and people start talking about that and not just the AB stuff. So, uh, I am on. I am on the Bucks as well. All right, and then jumping into the shit bowl on Monday night, uh, Pats at Jets. Jets are zero eight. Pats are two and five, but they could be zero and seven. Um. New England's giving seven and a half.
1: Yeah, this is brutal. I mean, I wish this game was not on Monday night. Um, I have a weird feeling. I am going to take New England minus seven and a half. But I have a weird feeling this is going to be the game the Jets win this year. I do not know why. This Jets team is really bad, and that's why I just can't get on them. Plus seven and a half. I am going to take New England minus seven and a half. But there's an outside shot. I think the Jets win this game.
0: Look, if they've got a shot to win a game, it could be this one. But on top of the fact that they're terrible, on top of the fact that, you know, they started the season with high hopes for Le'Veon Bell, who's now in Kansas City. On top of all of that, now they've got a locker room controversy with hidden cameras and they're losing faith in leadership. Like, no. No. They're they I'm I'll be surprised if they show up. Like, I, I'm this team is terrible. Belichick knows he can get a ten point, fifteen point, twenty-two point win here, and he has no remorse. And he will he will go and go and go and go. They should He'll use it as a practice round. Because this team is not completely out of it yet. So Pats by a million. Um I, I and and I like I'm not sitting here saying the Patriots are a good team. I'm just saying the Jets are abysmal.
1: They are brutal. Probably one of the worst teams I've seen in my life.
0: Yeah, it's not. It's not even. It's it's not fun. Um, so that's that's my play on it. I've got the Patriots minus seven and a half. Uh, that brings us to the end of the line here. Also, it's pretty much a must win game for Cam Newton. Uh, is. Stidham is is taking over a quarterback. Um, all right, that's what we've got. Alex, enjoy the day of football. Thank you for getting on early, and I will talk to you uh, probably on Tuesday to recap this.
1: Sounds good. Counting down till one p.m. I'm excited.
0: All right, man. Enjoy. See you.